Welcome to the Church of Philadelphia podcast. Get ready for this message to ignite your faith as the power and love of God is shared through his word. I have to make a copy like, okay, the, the, what, I mean, I have to, I'm not that person. I just read it and I just remember it. So I was like, God, you know, how are you going to use me? And I don't even remember stuff like that. You know, I, I barely remember things, you know, uh, verbatim. Like I said, I could paraphrase stuff, but it's hard. And so God was like, you know what? I'm going to still use you. It's just going to be harder. It's going to be a little bit more challenging for you. And you might have to focus in a little bit more. And you have to read over that scripture all day long. Come on, glory to God. And not in the scripture won't be in my spirit. But for me to remember word for word, God said, you're just going to have to read on a little bit longer. Come on, glory to God. But we have to stop making excuses. Amen. Why we can't get stuff or how we can't because they told David you too young you can't do this come on hallelujah you can't do you can't defeat this this giant you young but David understood David said "Mm, but I got God on my side he said I come in the name of the Lord of hosts the name of the Lord is upon me Glory to God. So that's not, you're not going to stop me, Saul. And so David came and he had the head, he had this thing in his hand, had his head in his hand, and he began to speak to Saul. And we find ourselves here in verse two, and it says, it says, and Saul took, verse two, and it says, and Saul took him that day and would not let him go no more home to his father's house. So at this point, Saul was like, I'm taking you in. You're not going back home. <laughs> he took him in. And even when I was looking up like how he took him in, what it did, what, what, what I put down for you, and I do want you to write this down, is he accepted him. And he received him. And see, all of this was setting the stage for where David was going. Come on, he accepted him and he received him. And sometimes even in our journey and our walk with God, God has to bring us to a place where he's like, I want you to know that you are accepted and you are received. Now, Saul and Jonathan, they were, you know, they they were wealthy. Come on. Solomon, I mean, Saul was wealthy. At this time, David wasn't wealthy. David, David was, you know, he was a sheet. You know, he was out there minding the sheep. He was used to being outside. He wasn't used to being in no palace. Come on, glory to God. He wasn't used to being in the nice things. Come on, he out there fighting bears. You know, he had to have strong hands. You don't have delicate, soft hands. You know, you you live in the palace. You know, you got you got soft, delicate hands. David didn't have that. Come on, he was rough around the edges. And But I love it that, I want you to get from this is that Saul accepted him and received him just the way he was. Just the way he was. He accepted him and he took him in. Just the way he was. And see, God, we get God so mixed up with people. God is saying, I'm accepting you and receiving you just the way you are. See, people, they accept you in, but then they want to change you up. Come on. They'll accept you in and they say, well, you got to be like this and you need not talk so loud and you, you need to talk louder or you laugh too loud or, you know, uh, uh, you're not, you know, you know, not joyful enough. You need to be joyful like all the time. And, you know, people come with all these things.
things and how they want to change you. You know what I'm saying? But God does not. God says, I'm going to accept you and receive you just as you are. Come on. And as you begin to walk out the things of God, things will begin to fall off of you. Come on. Glory to God. But to receive you in, he said, just as you are, come on in. Oh, glory to God. Come on, somebody. God said, just as you are, he said, just come on in. Come on, because where you go with the next place where God wants to take you, God said, just as you are, come on, hallelujah, flaws and all. God said, just as you are, I'm accepting you. I'm receiving you. Just come on in. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God. Just where you are. And see, we we stop and we don't come in. Well, I'm going to go back to my father's house because I ain't got it all together yet. And I don't know how to talk like that yet. And I don't know how to come on. But 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 God, but but God is saying, no, it's time to come on in. Just as you are. And I shared this when I was in South Carolina, God began to speak to me and I began to share it. I said, God is saying the, if we just if we just come after him. There is things that will begin to fall off of your life. You will look back and they'll be gone. Come on. Y'all remember when he healed the, it was the 10 lepers and, and, and they went, he said, go show yourself. And then one came, came back praising God. Amen. And, and, and so, you know, because as they were on their way, things begin to fall off. And see, as you begin to come into that place with God, things will begin to fall off. Things will begin to to change. Come on. But first, you got to just come on in and know that God has accepted you and that God has received you. Amen. God has received you. And so I just want to put that out. Amen. And and so look at this. You know, I, I want to go back to verse two. And it says, and Saul took him that day. And he would let him go back home no more to his father's house. So what he did is he took him in. Saul took in David. Amen. And he said, you are never, he said, you can't go back to the way you used to be. Come on. You can't go back to your old way of living. Glory to God. He was like, you you, you can't go back to your father's house. And so even as, you know, really been God and really, dealing with me about new beginnings, even after Pastor Ivan preached the word on Resurrection Sunday about the Passover and how God told the people, he said, this shall be a new, this should be a new year for you. This is a newness for you. It was a start over for the people of God. And I'm telling y'all, I've been there since since, since the resurrection, after, after we celebrated, come on, Easter Sunday, we celebrated Resurrection Sunday. I have been at a place like God, I just feel so renewed. God, I know there is something new that you are doing in the people of God that you're doing on the inside of us. Amen. This is a new year for y'all. That's what he said. This is a new year for y'all. He's like, I, I'm not talking about the other ones. I'm talking about y'all. Amen. And the body of Christ. And there is something new. It's like a new beginning. Somebody say a new beginning. And it, 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 it was a new beginning even for David at this point. This was a shifting of his life. This is a changing of position. It was a changing of his status. Come on. It was a changing of his responsibility. It was a changing of his perspective and his mind. Come on. It was a new beginning from David. Come on, that thing switched. He went from from being out there, you know, looking after the sheep, come on, to now he's over here, come on, with Saul and Jonathan, with people of prestige and, and, and power. Come on, God shifted. Hallelujah. Come on, that's right. I thank God for my new beginning. 
I'm telling you, I've been saying God, and then even last week, y'all know we've been talking about the Pentecost, come on, and how it was a new beginning, it was the starting of the church, amen, and so God is saying it is such a new place for us, but we got to embrace the new, we got to em embrace the new beginnings, amen, I love it because David was embracing the new beginning, come on, because Saul said, I'm not, you know, you can't go back to your father's house, hallelujah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta embrace it. Amen. Cause some of y'all, well, I want to go back to my daddy. I want to, I love it there. I love my daddy. I want to go back to my brothers, you know, and God is like, no, this, this is a new beginning for David. Come on. It was a new place for David. And the truth is Saul did have the answer for him at that moment. He said, you, you can't go back there. Come on. You've outgrown that place. Sometimes we don't understand that even in our new beginnings, it's just that you've outgrown. You ever outgrown something and you just try to stick around in it and it, it, it just don't work no more? Come on. You ever outgrown a relationship? You ever outgrown a friendship? You ever outgrown a job? You ever outgrown something? you like, you know what? This is just not a good fit for me no more. And I'm trying and I'm trying to make it, you know, be, and it's just not no more. Come on. Glory to God. Come on. Somebody say new beginning. Come on. You got to embrace that new beginning. Come on. Hallelujah. You can't go back to the old thing. Come on, some of them old stuff you used to watch. You might not can watch the old stuff no more. Come on, you might not can listen to that old stuff no more. You might not can entertain that old stuff no more. Come on, glory to God, because God wants a new beginning for you. Hallelujah. And so he, so he, told, David, he told David, he said, you can't go back there no more. And look at verse three, and it says, and Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. I love this so much because in verse one, when they're talking about how David, when David began to talk, he said when he came at the end of his speaking, because remember now, like I said, David came, he got this head in his head. He got Goliath's head in his head. Come on. He, he, he talking with all kind of victory. Remember now, he not talking about all the sad stories. I don't know why I keep going to that, but y'all leave the sad stories where they are. And I'm not saying it's never a time where God don't want you to pull up certain testimonies and you got to tell it to help somebody. But sometimes we just take sad stories and old stuff and just insert it in place that it's not even relevant. It, it doesn't even make it doesn't even make sense. Come on, somebody. It don't even make sense. This, but you just want to talk about it. Come on, I'm gonna raise my hand because I, I, you listen, I've been there, y'all. I've been there, saints. Come on, I just wanted to talk about it. Come on, glory to God. It don't even fit in the conversation. And you just, you just bring that, yeah, and then we was going through it. You know, I was, it was, you know, you bring up, and, and, and that wasn't the time. That wasn't the time for that. Come on, glory to God. It was not the time. But David to bring it a be a time where David would be able to tell the testimony. Come on, of being overlooked and how hard it was out there in the field and you know all of that. He it was a time for that, but this wasn't the time. He began to talk about his victory. He had Goliath's hand in, head in his hand, and so as he's speaking, it talks about how John how the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. So it was just like they began to connect. And, and I do, I, I'm, I don't, I didn't put in verse one, but I do want to look, I want you to look at knit. 
It means to tie together physically, mentally, you know, to make something stronger. And I think even at that time, you know, Jonathan, even though he had the power, he couldn't defeat what David defeated. He was trying to defeat the Philistines, but he, he couldn't. He wasn't succeeding at it. So it's almost like he took what he had naturally. You know, he wanted to connect with, he knitted it with, with David. Come on. So the strength was there. Glory to God. And it, it, was, it, it was just a coming together. That's what began to happen. And so we don't know how to get to a point where we say, God, I need to connect with the right thing. It was still something about them that was similar that made them connect. Come on. Because if we didn't have something in common with one another, it's going to be very hard for us to connect. Amen. And so it was something that because 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 Jonathan also had a passion and an eagerness to please God. And so did David. They both did. And so because of that, they was able to come together and knit together. Glory. Hallelujah. And sometimes, y'all, we miss what the opportunities because we don't mix and we don't but we don't come together with people. We don't, we don't come together with people. We don't come together. Come on. Hallelujah. Even as we're talking about a place of praise, we don't come together like we should. They were knit together. Come on. And it wasn't even out of a, he was just talking. And as he was talking about his victory, you know, it says Jonathan and David, there was a covenant that happened between them two, you know, and people try to like mix this up and, you know, call it all kind of things like, you know, the relationship, you know, was it, you know, romantic or, you know, was it something else behind it? Did they have, because even when Jonathan died, David was, was making a song and before the Lord. And he said, he loved David. I mean, he loved Jonathan. Like his love for Jonathan was greater than even the love of a woman. And I was like, God, like that was a real bond. That was a bond they had. That doesn't mean that it was anything perverted. Come on, somebody. Every time there is a connection, that doesn't mean it's perverted. Come on. Why can't you have good godly connections? Come on. That you can have brotherhood and sisterhood and it's not perverted. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm helping somebody. Every relationship, every time somebody say something to you, every time somebody connect with you, come on. It doesn't have to be perverted. Lord, have mercy. Help us today. Help us, God. Hallelujah. It doesn't. Come on, that we can have pure, good connections. Come on, that's of God. Hallelujah. Then it don't have to be perverted. It doesn't have to go the wrong way. It doesn't have to be, you know, that when I connect with people, we got to fall out because something ill come in the middle of it. Come on. But they had a real good, solid brotherhood and sisterhood. I'm sorry, brotherhood, but we can have a brotherhood and a sisterhood. They really did come together. They had a covenant with one another. Amen. And I, I was reading something and I said, God, I say this all the time, but I saw this statement that talked about how whenever you love, like whenever you love and it's some type of selfishness, the end of it is selfishness, is when, when, when that love goes, when, when it passed away, the love goes away. So what that means is when you're in relationship with somebody, say me and sister so-and-so, you know, 
we get, you know, we, we bonding as sisters, whatever. And, you know, I, if I have a selfish gain from it, either, you know, she knows how to start businesses or she knows how to, uh, 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 I like the way she dresses. She helps me do certain things. And the reason why I got this relationship with her is because it's a self, the end of it is my selfishness because I want something from her. Come on, y'all stay with me today because I want something from her. Come on. And so whenever me and so if something happens and me and her, you know, we fall out or whatever, something happens next thing you know, I don't love her no more. I don't love her. I don't like her. I can't stand her. Come on. You know why? Because at the end of that was my selfishness. Uh-oh. It was because it was really all about what I really, really wanted. So when something happens, come on, the love go away. Because if your love will go away that fast, you never really didn't love me. Come on, because the because the end of the statement says, but if if, if there is no type of selfishness. If it's not dependent on some type of selfishness, love will never pass away. Y'all, that is so true. The love will never go nowhere. Glory to God. If it's not selfish, the love won't go away. Come on. I, you know, I, I have friends right now, you know, we'll disagree. But I promise you, two days later, we're going to call each other like, hey, girl, you do. I love you, girl. What's going on, girl? Hey, sis. Come on. Because you know what? I love wasn't dependent on no selfishness. Come on. Our love was just real. So our love just don't go away like that. Come on. Glory to God. I just can't. That's right. Check the motives. That's it. Because the motives is selfishness. And then when you can't give me what I need anymore, my feel that selfishness and that, that what I'm going after, the love will pass away. The love will go away. Come on. But when it's real covenant and when there's real love there, come on, come on. I can raise my hand because I got some of them relationships. Come on, glory to God. And I know how to maintain those kind of relationships. Glory to God that even though I still love you, hallelujah, because it wasn't about what I could get. It wasn't about you just doing for me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, say, God, help me, God. Because even in this, those are the top relationships God wants you to have. Y'all, they're valuable. They're valuable. Because when you when you have those type of relationships that you, people can love you regardless of, come on, they come back and reach for you anyway after y'all done fell out. And you like, they like, I love you. Girl. What you doing? Let's go get something to eat. All right, then, you know, and we can move on. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Cause it's hard to find it in your own family. Some of y'all looking like Lord Pastor, I can't even find. I'm trying to look for that. My own, come on, my own family, Lord. I'm trying to find that. God, I thought they're supposed to love me. Come on, hallelujah. I thought it's supposed to be there. Hallelujah. But you know what? You be that. You show them how to love, regardless of. You show them how to love. Come on, with no motives. Come on, because sometimes people are looking, you be the start. Come on, ain't God say we the trailblazers? You be the start on how to love. Amen. Where there's no selfish gain, nothing there. There's no selfish end to it. Amen, saints. Hallelujah. Come on, Jonathan and David, they had such a, a connection with one another. He said he loved them like his own soul. I said, my God. Come on, hallelujah. Now that, that's a love for a brother. God help us to get there because he loved them as his own soul. 
Jesus Christ. That's why David said when he died, he was he was he, he was hurt. He said because the love for him was greater than a woman. Because I said, you know what, y'all, David had. And I'm I'm gonna get on there too. We gonna get on that last scripture about that praise part and that answer. But I just want to give this to you because I think it's important where we are, even as we're leading into what God is doing for us. Listen. David had a lot of women. We know he did. He had a lot of concubines. He had a lot of women. Remember, he had Bathsheba. He wanted her. He looked at her. She was looking good. She had a husband. He set the whole scene coming on. He got her. David couldn't get any woman that he, 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 he wanted. But just because he could get every woman that he wanted, and he had a lot of them, that don't mean they loved him like they love his own, their own soul. My God from heaven. That that does not mean, come on, glory to God. Just because he was with a lot of people, that doesn't mean that any of these people loved him the way his brother loved him. Just because you there's people that come in and out of your life, that doesn't mean they'll love you like your brother in Christ gonna love you. Like your sister in Christ gonna love you. Come on, glory to God. Y'all, y'all be y'all be pushing aside your your relationships in the body of Christ and and throw them away and dispose of them. Come on, glory to God. And don't realize that the love. Come on, hallelujah. With your relationships in the body of Christ, those relationships you really need to be fostering. You really need to be much. You know, putting work into those relationships because David had other relationships. But what they connected spiritually, they both were eager after the things of God. Both of them were driven, come on, to please God. Come on, hallelujah. So that connection between the two. I'm trying to help somebody because we're going to have to praise God together. Come on, hallelujah. And you be overlooking your sister in Christ. You overlooking your brother in Christ. Come on, glory to God. And you, you, those relationships, not just about coming to church on Sunday. Come on, those relationships is important for you. Come on, somebody say, God, those, those relationships, they are important for me. Come on, they're important where you're going. Come on, hallelujah. It's important where God is taking us. You need those relationships where you're going. Come on, hallelujah. The be the woman of God that God called you to be, to be the man of God that God called you to be. These relationships are important. Amen. Glory to God. So I just wanted to drop that to you because sometimes I think we miss that. People couldn't even understand their relationships because they don't know about it. They don't, you know, you ever had somebody try to make you feel weird because of highway you love? And you're like, don't be trying to make me feel weird or, or make me feel like something wrong with me because of the way I love people. Because the truth is they, didn't, they don't understand about that type of love. They don't understand that love that's not selfish. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God. But don't try to bind me up and put me in a box. Come on, glory to God. Because the relationship between those two, amen, it was important, amen, for where they were about to go, right? So look at this. I'll move on. And it says, and Jonathan, he stripped himself of his robe, and that was upon him. And he gave it to David in his garments, even his sword and his bow and his girdle. So, so what happened is Jonathan, he took everything. He stripped down all his, uh, you know, what was valuable to him. Come on. Remember, Jonathan was the oldest. He was the oldest. So he carried like this, 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 you know, highest honor with him because he was the oldest. There were certain things that were given to Jonathan that was not given to the others. Right. And so he was able to take 
off all of that and give it to David. His reputation of who he was, come on, and was able to strip of those things. And even as we're talking about going into a place of praise, come on, some of you, you like, I'm trying to praise, you know, or I had a praise. I know how to praise. I used to know how to praise. So I could get in, I could praise hard, I could praise for a long time, and I would praise and something would move. But the truth is, y'all, we got too much stuff. You you got, you know, and I ain't gonna talk about physical, Lord. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna do y'all like that today. Amen. Hallelujah. Cause because some, sometimes, Lord, you, you got too much weight and you're trying to praise God and you're tired, Lord. But I, I go go into all that amen hallelujah because when you was 20 when you was 21 you know you was a little bit lighter on your feet come on glory to god but but i know we serve awesome god and get caught up in a praise amen you'll still be light on your feet come on somebody hallelujah but 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 i want to talk about the the spiritual things and we want to talk about other things that we're carrying it's too much stuff it's too much stuff we try you trying to praise and get into that place and, and, and you got your pride, you know, you, you, you got, you know, you got all these garments on and somehow you found them. Somebody gave them to you. Come on. You got all of that on you. Uh oh. All that stuff that you're trying to cover up. Uh oh. Cause you don't want God to see. I said, how you don't want God to see? Tell me, God, can you close your eyes? Come on, God see all of that. So you got all this stuff that you was pretending to cover. You know, y'all ever see the, uh, the Medea movies, Brown, and he always be trying to hide behind a pole, the pole like this big, like, you can see me, you know, and that's how some of y'all are, you're trying to put on all the stuff to cover, tell me, God can't see me, God can see you, God can see you, God know what's going on in your heart, God know what's going on in your mind, come on, God see all of that, and so we're trying to cover up, instead of just, God, so you got to strip all that stuff off, come on, say, God, I'm taking this mess off, come on, glory to God, I'm taking all this mess off, come on, because I'm trying to hide and, and hide from God and cover up and, you know, all this stuff, instead of just take it off, come on, hallelujah, your reputation of who you are and, you know, how you got it together, you know, I tell people, you know, I, I grew up in a, in a family of people that's like, you know, they used to and they used to this generation. We keeps it real. But but the the older generation and I get it, you know, because you only can do what you know to do. Right. And so that's what they knew to do. You know, like we praise God, we go to church, whatever, but we don't be honest about stuff. Come on, we don't, we don't be honest about struggles. We don't, so we say we fine. Come on, Lord. I, I, I just be like, God, please deliver us from it is fine. Come on, because my, my family, I mean, they could be sick. My aunt could be sick. And I mean, oh, I'm doing good. I'm fine. And you're like, come on, really? You know, like, really? Like, I'm looking at you. And hey, you are not, not fine. Come on. And I always say, God, deliver us from that because it's a deception because you don't want people to know. And it's not even a bad, you know, they're not meaning any harm when they're doing it. They're just trying to say, I really don't want to show you how bad it really is. You know, I really don't want you to be concerned about me. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to be okay. I know I'm in somebody's house today. I'm going to be okay. I'll figure it out. I know how to get myself together in a minute. So I really don't want to show nobody that I'm not okay. 
come on. And, and, and I always say, God, deliver. God, please don't let me grab hold of that and live that life. God, let me be honest with people when I'm not okay. You know, and so I'm not being fake. I'm not being phony. Come on, because then we, we, we won't really go to God for real. We won't go and, and, and get everything we need from God because we got all these, I'm okay and I'm good and everything all right. You know, I'm not saying walk through the streets with tears running down your face every day. That's not what I'm saying. But there is times where you need to be open. Say, God, I'm going to take this mess off. Come on. I done put all this mess on, trying to be so strong, trying to be, you know, I, I got it, all this stuff. Come on. And, and J Jonathan, he could have. He laid down his reputation. He was the oldest. He was supposed, he was Saul's son. He's supposed to defeat the giant. Come on. He had to humble himself. And he had to say, let me, let me humble myself. Let me take off all this stuff. Come on. Glory to God. And so he began to take off. He stripped off the stuff. He took off the robe, you know, the thing that was the thing that he, you know, uh, 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 he was was covering him like his mantle. He took that off of him. Come on. And I say, God, you know, this is wasn't just just a natural thing. Jonathan was trying to show him, you know, it is so many things that is on me. It's so many things that I am carrying. He was. It was a lot of things that he was carrying being the oldest. It was a lot of things that was that he had to carry being Saul's son. But he was willing to say, you know what, God, I'm going to take this stuff off. And let me tell you something. Y'all hear me. Some of you got too much stuff on your shoulders. You got too many people that that you got to take care of you got too many people that's leaning on you come on somebody you got too many people glory to god connected to who you are in your purpose and you walking out destiny for you not to have a praise amen you need to have a praise come on glory to god because if you don't understand and i'm not a lot of you are just like Jonathan. you got all this stuff you got all this stuff you got all the stuff on your shoulders. Come on. And you need to give God praise. You need to take off all the stuff so you can get into a praise with God. And I'm talking about into a praise with God. I'm not talking about just a like, oh, hallelujah. Amen. You know, I'm talking about a real praise with God. That's why you got too many. Some of y'all got too many things. Too many people counting on you. They are. Too many people to take care of. You do. Not at it's it's got no you got too many people come on hallelujah that you taking care of too many people that's connected to you that you're responsible for hallelujah if you like it or not if you like it or not you can say well I don't like that pastor I don't want too many people counting on me. I, I don't want, I don't want that. If you like it, if you want it or not, come on. That's just your life. Amen. For you to have all the stuff that you're covered with and not being able to go into a place of praise. And so what happened is Jonathan, let me take off this stuff. Come on, somebody say, God, I'm taking off all this stuff, God. I'm covered up and God, I'm taking off all this stuff, Lord. And then he gave him, not only did he take off his robe, it says he gave him his garments. Amen. Come on, that was that was the fighting stuff. That was those fighting garments. Come on, it was that battle, the, the battle stuff, amen, that he gave over to David. 
Come on, he gave this stuff over to David. Not only did he give him that, he gave him the sword, amen. He gave him the book. So what he was telling them, he was saying, David, now it's time for you. It's time for you to begin to shift into this new place. Come on, now it's time. God is look, God was saying, David, it is time to shift. And y'all, with the shift, you got to take off the old stuff so you can get on the new. You going into you can't go into praise with the old stuff and expect the new answer and expect the newness. You got to take off the old stuff. Come on, somebody, so that you can get the new stuff. Amen. That God has for you. David was a praiser. David was a praiser. That is what he did. Wherever he showed up, he had a praise. Wherever he showed up, he would acknowledge God. Come on. Remember when he went before Goliath, what he said? I come in the name of the Lord. He knew he acknowledged God wherever he went. Amen. And what God is saying, even as a praiser, it is old things you got to take off. And there's new things that God has for you. Y'all trying to stuck, trying to get in praise. I can't even get in there. I'm trying to praise God. I try to put on music, Lord. I'm trying to, you know, God, I can't even get in there. And God, like, you're not going to get in there until you take off all that stuff. Come on. You're not going to get in there. Come on. Until you take off. Uh, Pastor uh, 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 Overseer was talking about last Sunday, how we would praise God on the side of the road. But remember, I say our reputation. Your reputation won't let you praise on the side of the road. What if somebody see you? You know. I always laugh at my daughter all the time because everything we do, she always say, somebody might be there, I see. I said, well, okay, if they see you, so what? You know, I want her to video me to, uh, doing the dance the other day at the lake. She's like, what if I see somebody? I said, God, do you know that many people really? You know, she's like, well, it may be somebody at my school. I'm like, but so what? I'm like, get out here and record it anyway. I mean, she did it anyway. But a lot of times we're so worried about our reputation and who gonna see us and is, do you even know that many people? I mean, I shall say question, I ask God, how many people do you really know that's really going to see you? And if they do see you, so what? So what? If you praising God in the grocery store, if you're praising God at the mailbox, if you're praising God, come on, you get out your car and praise God. If you at your desk at work or so what? You throw up your hands, so what? Come on, hallelujah. Come on, Jonathan wasn't even caught up in his reputation. He was like, mm -mm, let me go ahead and take this old off. Let me give this to you, David. Hallelujah. Y'all know what I'm saying, amen, because some of y'all don't want people to see y'all. Yeah, she got it real bad. I, I be telling her, I want to go, because people outside, I'm like, who, who, who is looking at you? Come on. But we can be in our 40s and still acting the same way. Come on. Who is even looking at you? Amen. And, it, you know, come on, y'all. We can't stop what God is doing. Amen. And not go into that place with him in that place of praise because of this stuff. Somebody say, I'm taking off all this stuff, Lord. I'm, I'm taking it off. Amen. And so he gave it to David. And verse five said, David went out whithersoever Saul sent him and he behaved himself wisely. My God, I love this because David began to move right into it. Wherever Saul was sending him, David began to move right into it. And even the way he behaved, the way he carried himself was so wise. And even as I was kind of studying this, I said, God, you know, even as you gave him the favor, he knew how to handle the favor of God. 
Come on. He knew how to handle it. He knew how to handle himself. Come on the right way. Even when God gave him favor. Amen. When God gives you favor, you know, what do you do with it? Come on. Are you out there just, you know, God blessing you with stuff and blessing you with good people and blessing you with things and, you know, how are you handling this stuff? Come on. Are, are you just going out there and, you know, just, just throwing it up or are you just using it? You know, God just dealt with me recently, even about the favor of God. And sometimes we can have favor with certain things and then we misuse the favor. We misuse what God blesses us with. It's almost like you got a boss that says you can be late. You know, they don't care if you late for work. Raise my hand. They don't care. So you realize that they don't care if you're five minutes late. Then you push it again. You don't, they don't care if you're 10 minutes late. You push it again. Lord, I want to talk about it. You be 30 minutes late. Come on. Next thing you know, you almost an hour late. Because what do you do? You push the favor. You push it. You know, instead of saying, no, Lord, you know, they give me five grace period of five minutes. Let me just stick to that. Next thing you know, you buy coffee. You come in almost an hour late with, with Starbucks. Like, you know, you just stroll it in. Like, it's the middle of the day, you know, and you ain't got nothing to do. We will push the favor. You will push it. Come on, God dealt with me recently. He said, no, get up and get ready and get to your job. Like, stop. Well, God, she don't care. Get to your job. Do what you're supposed to do. Come on, glory to God. Don't misuse it. And then when something go wrong and then they come at you about it, then they the devil. Come on. And it's not the devil. It's just that you <laughs> misusing the favor of God. <laughs> Y'all know it's true. Then we say it's the devil. Amen. It's the devil. It is. Come on. But we'll misuse the favor. But I love it because Saul, he, I mean, David was just so wise the way he behaved. The way he behaved was just so wise. Come on, glory to God. I said, God, that was from you. But God, you were teaching him that when he was out in the field. Y'all hearing me? God was teaching him things when he was out in the field. When he was with the sheep. God was teaching him. You know, you would think, God, how would he know how to handle himself when he was out there with sheep? But the lessons that you learn in the field, you're going to be able to take it wherever you're going. So when you go to that next position, when you go to that next opportunity, when you go to that next door that's open, what you're learning right now, come on, somebody, I hope you hear me today. What you're learning right now, you're going to be able to take that, come on, to the next door that's opening to the next position. Come on, hallelujah, glory to God. So God is teaching you something here. You may not even understand it. I would have been in the field like, God, you say, I'm going to be what? I'm going to do what? I'm not here with the sheep. I, I should just, I don't even, I don't see how what I'm doing here is really going to matter where you're taking me. It does. It does. What you're doing here, you're still going to need it for where you're going. Come on. Hallelujah. He got into this position. Y'all, he knew how to handle himself. Come on, he knew how to have, he knew how to behave. He knew how to carry himself. Hallelujah. Come on, say, God, I thank you, Lord. What I'm learning right now, God, these lessons I'm learning now, God, is going to carry me for where I'm going. Come on, I'm going to know how to behave. I'm going to know how to handle myself. I'm going to know how to be a class act. I'm going to know how to speak the right language. I'm going to know how to get, get, get with the people that I need to get with, God, because, God, you're teaching me this stuff right now. Amen. Hallelujah. 
And so what happened is David, he went and he, he, it says, and Saul sent him over the men of war. Not even want to pick this, pick this out is that he set him over the men of war. So he was just over the sheep. Now he's over the men of war. God changed this thing so fast for David, for David. God changed this thing so fast for him. And all I could do was go back. As I was studying this, I went back to what Pastor Lincoln said last week about praise and how, you know, he used the word rise. Amen. He used the word rise. And how when we begin to praise, you know, how God began to, how we begin to rise up, you know, and I say, God, you know, even is a life of appraiser, he began to rise up. Come on, hallelujah. He began to rise up, Lord. I mean, he went from being, uh, 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 being out there with the sheep to now he's over the men of war. So you're telling me, yes, when you begin to praise God, when you get caught up in this place of praise, amen. So some of you are looking for that answer, which I help y'all. Cause we're talking about rising up. So some of y'all are looking for the answer. You ever been, you ever tried to work at something and you tried to work as hard as you can and you feel like, well, God, I don't see the results of it, right? Like I'm trying, you know, and, and I've learned over time is that when you keep doing little by little, right? Step by step, one day you'll look back and you'll see how far you came. Cause some of you are like me, I want to see the big step. So what God had to teach me to calm me down because I would say, God, I don't see the big step. I don't see the big church. I don't see the big fruit. I don't, I don't, I don't see the big bank account. Come on. I, I'm like, God, you know, and I would just, and so the way God would always calm me down is he'll say, you take step, every little step, take every step at a time. You take little moves at a time, one step at a time. And he said, no, one day you're going to look back. And you're going to see how far you came. One day you're going to look back and you're going to see how you really did make a big step. How that big church and that big fruit and the big bank account and all those things that you were looking for that was big. He said, you will see it. Amen. I hope that helps somebody. Keep taking the little steps. Keep doing the things that you know you're supposed to do. Keep making those. And then one day you're going to look and say, well, God, I, I'm not there yet. I'm not an intercessor. I want to be. Okay, keep praying. Keep, keep doing those little things, you know, keep getting word by word. Come on, remembering, remember, remembering scripture by scripture. Come on, glory to God. Come on, you may not have a memory. You have a memory like mine. You can't remember 10 scriptures all at once. Remember one scripture at a time. Come on, then one day you're going to know 10 scriptures. Y'all hearing me? And so you'll be able to look back at that. And so what happened is that, you know, we have to, that's why you kind of keep taking those steps. Come on, say, God, I'm going to keep taking them little steps. I'm not going to be frustrated. I'm going to keep taking those little steps. God, I'm not going to be anxious for nothing. God, I'm going to keep taking those little steps. Amen. As God is doing this thing in my life. Amen. And then I look back at it. And so what happened is that, you know, we got to continue to take those steps. And, and, and what God did is he take them, he set him over the men of war. I said, God, that, that is so awesome. How you shifted his life. That he was one place and then God transit and God moved him somewhere else. But God can do it just like that, saints. 
He can. And he was accepted of all the people and of Saul's servants. And this is what I want to point out about this. You know, the reason why we live such a life of praise, we push prayer and praise, not just when we're around each other, but in your personal life. Because when you do that in your personal life, and we've said this before, when you get around other people, they'll see that in you. Y'all hearing me? When, when you do that in your personal life, when you get around people, they'll see it. All these people begin to accept David because they saw what, what was on the inside of David. Come on. It wasn't about he came in like, let me rule over y'all. Let me tell y'all what to do. Let me. It wasn't even about that. It was about what was on the inside of David. I heard somebody made a comment lately. It was a family member. And he said, um, and actually it was the second time I heard this. He was the second person I heard say this. And he said, um, he said, some people are just likable. And then some people, people just don't like. He said, and I'm just one of them people that people just don't like. And I'm okay with that. You know, he said, people, people just don't like me and I'm okay with that. And I, 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 I wanted to say something to y'all. You haven't been there like, Lord, I want to say something, but God, I'm just not going to say nothing, Lord. And so, you know, the truth is when you get around people and you got a bad attitude, your heart is not upright. Come on. Your intentions are not right with people. You know, all these things, you know, people, sorry, when you're not, you're not living you're not living that life, then people are not going to be accepted, acceptable to that. Amen. Because the truth is the way that person lived in the bad attitude, come on, that's why people really not drawn to you. Come on. And I'm not talking about one or two people because it's always going to be somebody not, not going to like you. And it's always going to be somebody that's not going to be. A, but if you say nobody, I'm just a person nobody likes. Okay. Now we not we got to begin to check you. Come on. Now you got to begin to look at what is really going on on the inside of you because everybody should not not like you. Come on, y'all. Now we we not gonna put that on everybody because everybody sees something in you. Amen. All of them saw something in David because of the life that David lived when nobody else was watching. They all saw the life that David lived when nobody else was watching. Remember now, David was out there with the sheep and there was nobody out there. Come on, it was him and the sheep, amen. And it was the way that David lived when nobody was looking that when he began to get in the front of people, they began to see what was on the inside of him. And there was a drawing to him. Come on, glory to God. So what am I saying? When you're by yourself, you should have a praise. I'm talking about when you're getting up out of the bed in the morning, instead of having a gripe have a praise and then you talk about well when i get around people they be looking for because they know you gripe they know you fuss they know you mean they know you mean spirited oh lord have mercy today they they know they, they they know these things come on hallelujah they feel it from you when you come around and so you gotta say god what i do in private what you do when you pray in private and you come out and you begin to pray, people know. People know when you've been praying in private because you feel the power of God. There's a move of God. Come on. People know when, when, you're praising, when your praise is just one time or when you're being praising. 
Come on, hallelujah. Somebody say, God, I'm gonna do it when I'm by myself, God. I'm gonna do it in my private time. I'm gonna do it when nobody is looking. Come on, glory to God. I'm not just gonna do it when everybody else is doing it, God. I'm gonna do it when nobody else is looking. Come on, that's the praise that God wants from you. And the people, they begin to accept David. Look at this, I'm going on. It says verse six, and it came to pass as they came when David returned from the slaughter of the Philistines that the women came out of the city of Israel and they were singing and they were dancing and to meet the king of King Saul with tabrets and with joy and with instruments and music. So look at this, when they came back, when David returned after defeating the Philistines, it says, here come the women. They came out and they came from all different cities. See, when we really want to move of God, we all got to come together, you know, and I say, God, every person from different cities had a different way of praising. We had a different, that's what we're talking about, the faces of praise. Come on, because everybody had a different way of doing it. Come on, but, but the whole purpose was we come to glorify who God is. They came and they were celebrating. Come on, we got one goal here is to celebrate God. So the way that we do it, we can't, you know, what somebody did it like this, somebody did it like that because they came from different cities, but they were able to come together. Amen. This message has been a, been a lot about coming together. Come on, it has because it's strength with coming together, saints. It is strength with coming together, like real connections for real. Amen. Because they had to be on one accord. And it says they came out together you know it's almost like a band of praise you know and they all just came out come on they all came out they were dancing and they had joy they had instruments they were you know dancing singing you know they they, they were just celebrating amen they came out to celebrate it was a band of praise come on y'all ain't y'all ain't calling each other just giving god praise y'all ain't y'all ain't calling each other talking, where your praise at woman of god come on all right minister darling where you at come on and y'all just be getting to praise god and get on the call and begin to praise god together come on for the victories that god has done they begin to just come out and they all came from everywhere it was a band of just celebrating and praising the lord hallelujah one, one person praising the other person sad. Come on. One person praising the other person depressing the bed. Come on. But we can't get everybody. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Help us today, God. Hallelujah. Because the word be coming all month about praise. Be real with yourself today. Have you been caught up in a praise yet? I'm talking about real, for real. Come on. Have you been for real caught up in a praise yet? Come on, glory to God. And I'm talking about consi consistently. Yeah, that's right. And they, they all came together. Been this word, been coming about faces of praise. You, you know, you did a sprinkle here and there, but you really, and so we, we all have it. It's so much power. It's so much that God wants to do through a praise of everybody together. And they came out and they were celebrating and they came to meet Saul. Come on, they came to meet Saul. And even as I was looking up meet, the word meet, and I don't know if uh, Elder said got this um, definition was talked about the encounter, amen. When I was looking up meet, it said to encounter whether accidentally or in a hostile manner by chance, amen. And so even as we're talking about the encounter, 
Come on, they came out to meet Saul, but they came out with a praise. They came out for an encounter, amen, but they came with the praise. And if you want to encounter with God, you're going to have to bring your praise. Come on, you're going to have to bring celebration. Come on, if you're really looking for the encounter from the Lord. Glory to God. Remember, we talk about God in encounter, but we don't want to put in that work. Your praise is you putting in some action. Come on, because it, we, we can say all day, I believe God for encounter. Raise my hand. I believe in God. I'm ready for my encounter. I thank God for the camels. I thank God for the encounter. And we want all these encounters. But God is saying, where is your action? These women came, they all came to meet Saul. They all came to have an encounter with Saul. But what they brought was their best praise. They brought their best, their best praise with them. Amen. And look at this, by chance. Come on, by chance. They came with a praise. And look at this, they were dancing and joined instruments. In verse seven, it says, and the women answer one to another, as they played, as they began, to, they were praising God and they was playing all the instruments. They began to answer because they came for Saul. Come on. They came to meet Saul. But even in the midst of their praise, they started getting the answer. Hallelujah. They started, they started answering one to another. It started being in some question. It began to some talking going on. Come on. Hallelujah. And so some of you looking for an answer. But if you would just bring your praise, let me tell y'all something. It was times that I just didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how the bills are going to be paid or I just didn't know how I was going to get through a situation. But it was times where I would just praise God. Come on, because in the middle of my praise, I would feel my strength in the middle of my praise. I begin to see the faith of God. It was times that I begin to praise God and God will give me a vision. God will show me, come on, show me my life. God will show me beyond that day. God will show me beyond that struggle. Come on. And then I will really begin to praise God even harder because right in the middle of it, God will answer whatever question. Come on, y'all ain't with me today. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when I was down in a place where I would feel like God, I don't know what to do. Come on, hallelujah. And I will begin to praise God and God will show me something or God will speak to me right in the middle of my praise, the answer that I need. So when I was studying this, I got almost shame because I said, God, how do I forget about that? Come on, God, you know, are we so far off from a praise that we forgot that we will praise God and God will speak? Come on, did we forget that when we were praise God, God, the prophetic? Come on, you know, those that you know, uh, uh, know, you know, been around, you know, in church, you know, we were not on Zoom, we were in the actual church, you know, we begin to praise God. What God would do, begin to speak. Come on, I hear the Lord say, and God would speak right in the middle of our praise. Come on, right in the middle of it, the Lord will speak to us. Hallelujah, right in the middle of it, God will give you a vision, God will let you see something. To see your way out of it. Come on, come on. That's right. I was like, God, I forgot about that. He said, when these women begin to praise, they begin to hear an answer. The Bible wouldn't use answer if it wasn't a question. Come on. The, the Bible wouldn't use answer if, if they already knew what they were going to say when they got there. Come on. But right in the middle of the praise, they started being answering and questions. And, you know, God began to speak right in the middle of their praise. 
you need your praise. You need your praise because you need an answer. Some of you, you need an answer. You need to see the stay. You need God to show you beyond where you are. You need God to speak to you. Come on, glory to God. So you can come up out of this place. Come on, hallelujah. We done called people. We done talked about it. We done cried about it. We done tried to fast about it. We done went in prayer about it. The pray prayer was just kind of all off. Come on, just pray something about it. All of that. But God say, now it's time for you to pray. Because the answer that you need is going to be right there in your praise. Come on, y'all. I know it to be the truth. Hallelujah. My praise got me over plenty of days. My praise got me believing God again plenty of days. Hallelujah. Plenty of times. Hallelujah. So I said, God, I'm going to bring my praise. I'm going to strip off this stuff that I'm using to cover myself up with. Just covering up with all this mess. God see right through it. Instead of just take this stuff off. Be real with God. Come together with people. Stop isolating off. Come on. Whatever alt, whatever issue, whatever somebody said, you didn't like what they said. Come on. I feel like we going through that old, that, that season of uh, 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 somebody said this. And I don't like what they said. And, I don't like how they said it and, you know, all this stuff, you know, we, we going through that, that season of that because it, 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 the enemy wants you to be divided off. Come on. But I'm going to connect with people because my connection is not selfish. My connection, you know, it doesn't end with my selfish gain. My, 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 my connections with people, they're going to last beyond what I think they said or how they said it or whatever, you know, offense and all this other stuff. Come on, connect with people. We got an we need an answer. The body of Christ, we need an answer. Come on, your family, they need an answer. Your children, they need an answer. Come on, glory to God. They need an answer. And so when they begin to praise, they begin to say something one another. I say, God, you know, because the music is loud now, y'all. They praising all these instruments. It's loud, you know, they're dancing, you know, all this stuff. And right in the middle of it, they're talking, they're answering. And they say, they begin to say, Saul has slain his thousand and David his ten thousands. The truth begin to hit. The real answer, come on. They came out to meet Saul because of what Saul had done. But the true answer, the real answer, God gave it to them in praise, which was that David, he slayed ten thousand. Come on. Saul was their leader. Y'all know they wouldn't have said that. Saul was their leader. You know, whoever's your leader, you're not, you're going to always put, by, you know, that's, that's by nature. You're going to put them first. Come on. So you know this had to be God. You know it had to be God speaking this to them. Like, they begin to say this. The real answer. Not them fake answers. Come on, glory to God. Because some of y'all have got some answers and it's not even God. Come on, hallelujah. You still walk around talking about Saul is, Saul slayed them all. You know, because you won't, you know, you don't put this answer up in your head that this is just what it is. But some of y'all, God come to tear down them answers that you done gave for yourself and God wants the real answer. Come on, glory to God. The real truth. Come on, hallelujah. I know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have these fake answers. We would say, well, Saul did it all. You know, 
but no, God said, mm, Saul didn't do it. But David, David did that. David slayed the 10,000. We have, we got, we need to have the answer from God, the true answer from God. Hallelujah. I hope somebody caught that. God, I need the, that's why I need the real answer. I don't need what I think. I don't need what I validated in my mind. I don't need what somebody else to whisper in my ear. I don't need what the internet said. I don't need what, what, what I don't watch on Instagram and what they said. Come on. I don't need what my mama said. My cousin said my, I need the real answer from God. Oh, I thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody go get real desperate. Say, God, I need the real, the real answer from you. And I'm telling you, God is going to answer you in praise. If you really go into a praise, you're going to get that answer. Come on, glory to God. If God got to show you, if God got to speak to you right in the middle of it, come on, because you got to begin to strap, begin to strip out of this place and get your faith there to believe him. And God wants to speak it. And look at this last scripture. I'm going to let y'all go. And it says, Saul was very raw. And he's in the, the saying, displeased, he was displeased about this whole thing. And he said, they have ascribed to David 10,000 and they ascribed to me 1,000. What could he wear more but the kingdom? David, I mean, Saul was so upset about this answer. It was the truth though. <laughs> I say, God, how people get up mad about the truth? The true answer will make people mad. That's why some of y'all be running away from that true answer. The true answer will make people mad. It might make you mad. Come on. But I'd rather the truth, come on, than to live a lie. I'd rather the truth than to keep believing a lie of what the enemy tells me. Come on. I need a true word from the Lord. I need to know what God is taking me. I need to know what God is saying about my life. Come on. Glory to God. And that might make people mad. And that may, you know, but they'll be all right. Come on, look at this. And he said, you know, even he said, he said, the only thing that's left is the kingdom. He got the approval of God. He got the approval of the people. He's doing mighty things. Next thing you know, he's going to have the keys to the kingdom. Come on, all this promotion was happening. And, and Saul knew it. Saul knew what was happening. Come on, Saul, Saul knew exactly what was happening. That's why he was so mad all the way up to this point. He was okay. But then at this point, he got mad because he saw it all happening. He saw the truth about David's life and what God was about to do for this praiser. What God was about to do for this man that will praise God. What God was about to do for this woman that will praise God. Come on, hallelujah. So that's why I got to get in a place of praise because I do need to hear the answer. Come on, and the truth is, God was about it. God was giving the kingdom. God was going to bless David. My, and Saul knew it. He saw it coming. Come on, hallelujah. We don't, you don't even understand God can't even show you everything. God can't give us all of it or where he's taking us. But there is some answers that God wants to give to you. I'm telling you, saints, it's time for us to go up together. Come on, you got to say, God, I'm taking off all this stuff and I'm getting into this place with God and I'm going to praise God for real. Come on, I'm not it gonna not gonna take me all the way to Friday to get a praise either. I'm gonna start on Sunday, God. I'm gonna begin to give God praise. Amen. And I'm gonna praise God for real. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm gonna praise God for real. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Come on, give God some honor and some glory on today for the word. Amen. Thanks for tuning in and please make sure to visit us at churchoffila.com for more podcasts and ways to connect with us on social to like, subscribe, follow, and share content as it comes along. Special thanks to those who give in so many ways to this ministry. We could not do any of this without you. And if you want to give or be a part, visit churchoffila.com forward slash give for more information. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.